Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Bringing an infectious warmth and playful levity wherever she goes, Monica Rogers is an advocate for the full actualization of women, inspiring women everywhere to say yes to the mess. Monica believes that women can take action towards realizing our true potential only when we stop proving and striving and trying to be who everyone else wants us to be. Hi, Monica. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hi, Leanne. Thanks so much for having me. You're so welcome. And I'm really excited to talk about our theme today of the comfort zone is killing us. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, so how I got to where I am today is through a breakdown, Uh, you know, an epic breakdown where basically, you know, I had lived my life in relative, I say, comfort, but yet what was really the truth was I was wearing kind of all of the masks that I think so many of us wear uh, in order to belong, in order to um, comply, in order to be loved, right? And I, I got to the point where I was exhausted. I was confused. I was deeply unhappy. And it was right around the time of the last kind of uh, economic crash in 2009. And I, like everything just started breaking down. And while it was in kind of the mode of breaking down, I just started looking around and throwing, throwing things into the metaphorical fire along with it. Everything that, that had, hadn't served me because I was really starting to feel almost like this, there was this constant low level anxiety and self-loathing that, you know, now I can look back at and say, I didn't, I didn't really realize I was self-loathing, but the way that I was treating myself was really like so many of us women, you know, like just, I was the last one, you know, to get my attention and, and love. And I just knew that it was unsustainable at that point in my life. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a common thing, isn't it, when, when we do look back? Because I know a lot of women that I've talked to have also gone through those, those phases where they've not been kind to themselves and they've not realised why and that they're just not happy with themselves. How did you actually move on from that? Well, to be honest, I, ha- I had to kind of go through a massive depression because at the same time I, I lost my business, I lost my home, um, I ended up having a divorce, I was in a lawsuit. I mean, talk about a mess, right? Uh, one of the things that I love working in, with women around is kind of this idea of saying yes to the mess because again, like that's oftentimes what we're avoiding it. We're holding it all together. You know, women we're so capable. And so unfortunately we often end up holding things together to our detriment and the detriment of others. That is so true. Isn't it? Yeah. Because we have that facade or as you said earlier, the mask that we have to keep up because society says you have to be able to do certain things a certain way and be superwoman and super parent and, a super partner and all that sort of thing, isn't it? We 
we tend to have that mindset and everyone thinks, oh yeah, you're holding it together. You're super calm. You're super in control. And really there is so much mess going on in our lives and we're just shoving it down further. It's, it's likely that there's going to be some sort of traumatic ending to this, isn't it? Well, yeah. And then, you know, what we also kind of face is what I call the curse of competency, which is that, you know, you're, we're so competent that when the world does finally fall apart and it will, because it is unsustainable, uh, what we find ourselves is also alone because nobody realizes that we're, we're actually now in, you know, this urgent state and we've made it all look so good. Uh, that, you know, by the time we actually need people, they, they have no idea. Right. And we have, we have no practice asking for help or leaning into one another or getting support when, when we've been kind of doing the whole holding it together thing. Mm, Yeah, definitely. So I suppose that leads us into, you know, we're going to talk about the comfort zone is killing us. Do you want to tell us a bit about what that means to you? What do you mean by the comfort zone firstly, and then why is it killing us? Yeah. So to me, the comfort zone is, you know, you can say you get what you tolerate, right? And so the comfort zone could be anything from, you know, our, our habitual way of being right. Kind of what we are calling, you know, our comfort zone, meaning uh, I don't want to grow. I don't want to change. Right. It's, it's almost like we consider the things we're going to lose versus the things we're going to gain by making changes in our lives. Um, But when we do get out of our comfort zone, when we do stretch ourselves, what we find is that there's oftentimes so much magic beyond that, you know, invisible line uh, between comfort, you know, and, and what's out there. And so I think, you know, that, as women, especially, especially, we find ourselves, I think, at a time in, um, you know, I love what Lynn Twist says, she calls this the Sophia century. It's the time when women are kind of stepping out and up to really claim um, our rightful part in co-equal partnership with men. And in order to do that, we have to break out of the comfort zone. We kind of have to say to ourselves, whether it's, you know, like I can do this or leaning in for support or starting to actually just edge towards something that actually scares us, right? A little bit, like I I call it skited, like scared and excited, right? Like there's something there on the other side. And instead of saying no, or or a lot of women will be like, oh, I don't have the money or, oh, you know, like we'll make all of these excuses for like why we're not doing that thing. But once we do, that's where I call, I call it like the place of revelation, right? Like that's where, when we get past that, that, that comfort zone, we really start to have those big aha moments where we start really learning so much about ourselves. And I think what most women are so afraid of Leanne is like, oh, but what if I fail? And I always say, well, fail fast then, because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And you know, failure is one of those myths that I like to bust because, you know, there's absolutely, and that's where a lot of that fear of shame, a lot of that fear of like looking good, you know, or not looking good comes up for, for us women. And I think that, you know, it's, it's just so true that we, 
you know, that we are going to benefit so much. It's, it's kind of that idea of like down seven, up eight. We, we're always going to go through something that brings us to a higher perspective and a, and a different wisdom. And I love how you're talking about um, that familiar zone. You know, we, we do get into where we get so familiar with it, you know, so and it gets boring in it, but we are have, have got that fear of stepping out, isn't it? And even just a little bit of stepping out because it's different. I, I, I sort of feel that there's many people who are looking for that stability or certainty in their lives. So they just stick to what's in their comfort zone. And I think that's the way to cope with all the chaos that's out there that's happening around us. But they're the ones that are not flexible, aren't they? And they're the ones that don't know that there's so much more. And as you said, there's magic outside that zone, isn't there? That too, if you just even stretch yourself or change yourself or do one little thing, you are a different person on the other side of that comfort zone. There is magic out there and you can change how you're living. Well, and, and I think honestly, that's when you really start to feel alive, right? Like the comfort zone again is, is one of those places. It can be a little bit of a, an illusion because when, when we're in the comfort zone, we're not really living, you know, like I consider living, having my heart beat a little faster. Uh, you know, it, it feels fulfilling to grow. It feels rewarding. It feels it's for me, it's become, you know, like an adventure to really, to stretch myself and, now, and it's an addiction too. now, you know, like I, I'm just, I really kind of consider myself now someone who just, it's like, I'm looking, I'm always looking for, for that feel, that stretchiness, what I call that growing edge. You know, just looking back, just things that you're saying, are, you know, popping up in my head and thinking, oh my goodness, it's so true. That was, you know, back when, before I was 40, I was stuck in that comfort zone and it felt like it was killing me. And I was living groundhog day every day. And I was just you know, existing each day, there was no excitement, there was no fun, there wasn't that thrill of adventure. And now that I'm a certified bucket list coach, 10 years later, I live for that too, getting out there doing something exciting, getting my heart pumping, because that's how you feel alive. And I feel like you don't have to necessarily jump out of a plane, you can do lots of different things to actually get that heart pumping and excitement. And for me, my running is my addiction. So I'm addicted to going to different places and trying to get longer distances and things. And that to me makes me feel alive, but I know there's so much more, you know, that you can do to actually get the same feeling. Well, and that's where women get to trust themselves, right? It's, it's, it's so true what you said, you don't have to jump out of a plane, but it's this idea of really starting to listen to your body actually, because the body holds the wisdom. And usually if something feels a little bit exciting and scary, that's when I say to, to, you know, to ladies move toward it, you know, like, uh, don't shut it down. And, you know, again, I want to go back to these reasons that we all come up with, right? Like, oh, it's too expensive. It's too this, it's too that. But the thing is when we're really, um, when we're kind of aligning with what I call like kind of the, our cellular makeup is actually telling us like where we're going to get our alignment with something that is for us. That's why our body responds to it the way that it does. And when we align with the universe in that way, I say, when we align, we are divine. Like we start to actually experience um, more of a partnership with the universe. And a lot of us don't necessarily feel any of that magic and partnership with the universe when we're just kind of in that comfort zone. And I want to also talk to the fact that a lot of women 
get to a point in their lives where they're like, oh, well, that's for younger women or something. Right. And I'm like, hell no. I just turned 50 and I'm, I feel like, my God, like I, I just cannot wait for the next several decades of my life because I'm just learning so much and I'm, it's been so inspiring and exciting. My uh, mother keeps saying to me, you know, don't keep running. You'll hurt your knees. Oh, what are you doing that for? You're, uh, you're over 50. And it's all that generation. And that you hear that talk of her generation telling us, and yes, I'm 51. So I'm, but I'm excited about what life's got to offer me now. I'm more excited now because I think, and I, I keep telling my daughter this, the filters are going now. I just don't care what people think. I just want to go out there and live my life. And she was saying, oh, I wish we could be like that. She goes, I know logically I should be, but they worry so much in their 20s and in their 30s still, you know, of what, what people think, what society says to do. But I feel that now in my 50s with my filter going that I can actually, you know, say, no, I want to go out and do this. I want to live my life. I don't want to just wait for retirement. And as you said, the excuses come in. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I've got to work. And that. But really, why are we waiting? What, to retire and then die? We really need to be living now, don't we? Yeah. Somebody that I interviewed recently said that, she, you know, when she staggers into the grave and I thought, yeah, you know, like I want to stagger in, you know, like probably a little bit late too, you know, it just is one of these, uh, you know, and so much of what you're pointing to with your daughter is the way again, that society will continue to try to conform us. Right. And, um, and th- what I call kind of this toxic social conditioning. And, you know, so the whole, I feel like front half of our lives is about trying to conform. And now I'm getting to the point where, um, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the unbecoming, the unbecoming pros- process. And especially for women, you know, we're told, uh, especially growing up, like that's unbecoming for a woman, right? That that's unbecoming for a girl, girls, like all these ways in which, you know, there's these invisible fences everywhere for women. And you just get to a point where you start to recognize that it really is about kind of revealing the truth of who we are and starting to take those masks off, starting to get out of the comfort zone, because that's where we really learn who we are. That's where we get that true mirror. Um, And we're not really getting that when we're sitting at home, being careful, uh, watching out for our knees, right? And all of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, with the bucket listing that I do, we have lots of different categories. To, to have your bucket list so it's not just oh ultimate challenge or jumping out of a plane or travel it's things like you know what actually will push me a little bit outside my comfort zone so I can you know just find out who I am and it is about you and even when it's kindness to others or doing a bit of idiotic stuff like I used to be so serious I had such a serious you know my 20s and 30s I'm thinking geez you know I missed out on so much being serious and now I think what can I do can I can I run in a onesie when I do my 200th park run <laughs> you know it's just having that fun stuff and just, you know, just letting loose a little bit. And the feeling is just amazing. It's just amazing. You're so right. And, and it's also, you know, I I was talking before about, you know, the body holds the wisdom and really listening though, because the body will lead us. Mm. But one thing that I also say to women is that in order for your body to lead you, you have to be embodied. 
Uh, and a lot of us have learned to kind of abandon our body, to not feel our feelings, right? And this is not helpful when we're trying to listen in. And so that's another thing. I really encourage women to really start to notice, right? Like where you're suppressing, where you're hiding, where you're masking your truth, because that your body's going to tell you, it'll either tell you in illness, it'll tell you in anxiety, it'll tell you in uh, aches and pains and all kinds of ways, but it'll also tell you in, you know, kind of that skited, happy, um, resonant way. And I love, I love now listening into my body because it's so aligned with my intuition, right? It's, it's so, uh, I will know when I walk into a room, right. Or when I hear something, I'll know immediately, like if it's for me or if it's not for me, or if I kind of need to be kind of in a pause to think about it because I don't have the answer yet. Uh, but I'm always kind of really encouraging women to really go back, stop being up in the head and start being in the body because the body is where we're going to get that great wisdom. Mm. And it's so empowering, isn't it? When you start listening in, it's not like you're here with all the chatter that goes on and you're trying to be logical or, you know, consistent and all this sort of, these words that are thrown around. It's like really feeling and getting into that flow of who you are and what you need for that day. Cause I know sometimes when I listen in, sometimes I don't want to go out and do, you know, some exciting stuff. Sometimes you just need to listen. I'm just going to relax and, and look after myself today. Other times I know I need to get out there and do something different for me to feel alive, for me to feel like my life has meaning. So it's it's really true just listening to what you need, what your body says, because your body is the one that's going to be telling you more so than your mind, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it I'm also noticing, right, we're talking about kind of these, these little changes. And, and there's also women out there that may be sitting in, um, you know, an unhappy marriage or in an unhappy work situation. And one of the things that I really want to encourage listeners who've been kind of sitting on that fence for a long time is when I say, say yes to the mess, it's not necessarily about being reckless about our choices, but it's about trusting yourself that, you know, part of it, part of what happens with this kind of magic of the universe is that when we actually trust ourselves that we are going to find our way, right, that we know at least that what's on the other side, or the fence we've been sitting on, we kind of know that devil, right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it really is about taking the leap and saying yes to the mess, like the messy unknown. Um, I love kind of the metaphor of, no mud, no lotus. And that's Thich Nhat Hanh who said that, but it's this idea of like, that's where enlightenment happens. When we are kind of willing to say yes to the mess, it's, we're going to learn and become in, emboldened and wiser through doing those things. And so again, there's there's kind of those baby steps that we can take, but I also don't want to discourage women who are ready to take a leap. Yeah, exactly. And, and talking about moving out of the comfort zone so that we are saying yes to the mess and, you know, becoming more ourselves and listening to ourselves. Have you got any like little tips? Like I know you've just given us a couple, but how would we go? All right. What's the, what's something small I can do to get myself out of that comfort zone to really go, Oh, what is on the other side of the fence? You know, what is out there get, and get excited about what they could be doing. 
Yeah. Well, the first thing I'd say is find someone in your life who's not interested in fixing you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And there are so many amazing people who are excellent listeners and they're actually not interested in fixing you. They're more interested in helping you to find your own answers versus give you advice that you're never going to take them up on anyway. And so an excellent or a good coach, a coactive coach, or somebody who is specializes as either a life coach, right? Like I'm always a big, big one for always hiring a coach. It's kind of like if we wanted to do, you know, the game of tennis, well, we would hire a coach. If we want to do the game of life, well, well, hire a coach, right? It's that's one thing I would say absolutely do because a great coach will not give you answers. They will help you find your answers because as much as I would love to say, I have all the answers, right? Like I don't, and I certainly don't have your answers. Yeah. I love that answer because I hear so many people wanting to fix someone, give the solution to them instead of, you know, it's more empowering and more applicable to you yourself. If you do what what's right for you and you find your own answers. So I love how you've said that. Monica, thank you so much for today. I've loved talking to you about the comfort zone. It is a big thing that I talk about a lot with my clients, with my friends, even with my partner, because I love pushing myself outside that comfort zone. If anyone wants to contact or find out more about you, where's the best place to go? So uh, you can find out more about me and you're welcome to download my free gift by going to jointherevelation.com. And on there, I have a free gift for women and it's called um, the Women's Bill of Rights. And so you're welcome to download a copy and you can also check out my podcast there. Um, I, on my podcast, I have um, really, it's all about revealing conversations that uh, really help women to get outside their comfort zone. And also that really encourage um, alternative narratives to like the traditional patriarchal, you know, conversations out there. So there's a lot of kind of counterculture conversations and learning more about the female body, learning more about racism, all the things people don't want to talk about, you can find on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one, one thing to do is join the revelation. And then of course you can always find me on Instagram and I'm at revelation woman. And on Facebook, I'm at TRP woman. Love it. They're welcome to follow me there. And yes, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your work in the world. And thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And I can totally recommend the women's bill of rights because I've read it myself and thought it was awesome. I just love that. Well, thank you very much. And to all the listeners, thank you for listening in and don't forget to contact to get your free gift from Monica. Igniters, Monica's message of saying yes to the mess to get you living outside your comfort zone when the magic happens and life is exciting is inspiring. Who wouldn't want to be excited about life? To find out more about Monica and receive her free gift, go to jointherevelation.com. To find that adventure and learn how to live by design and not default, go to my website, leanblaney.com.